0: This article came out of a real situation and a real problem. It explains something about the nature of legal advice and why we lawyers have to be careful when we give it. The post dates back to April 2016, but the content remains true today. Lien's forfeiture and why one-word answers are impossible in legal advice. We had an application a while back for legal advice in respect of a commercial property from a landlord. Let's call him Mr X. By the way, in case Mr X reads this, some aspects of the correspondence have been changed for the purpose of this article. But it is, in essence, the same. I don't want a lot of discussion about background information, Mr X told us warningly. I just want a yes-no answer to my question. That's all. The question was, were there any circumstances where he could hang on to the tenant's possessions in his commercial let Under a landlord's lien? Now that's not an easy question to answer, and there are a lot of variables. And I don't do commercial property. So I went back to him and said something along the lines of I don't do commercial property, so I will have to refer this on, but did you actually mean forfeiture? Because I understand that this may still be possible in commercial lets. No, he said. I've spoken to solicitors about forfeiture, I know all about that. I just want a one word answer on the Lien question. I don't want to discuss anything else. I was reminded of this when I received a press release from a PR person, Mr. Nolan, recently, with his comments on a call by the Legal Services Board for lawyers to get rid of jargon, where he made the point that too much information can put people off. Lawyers have a tendency to give too much detail when asked simple questions, he said. While this is understandable, due to the nature of law exploring all angles of a problem, it's not what the public want to hear. Mr Nolan made the excellent point that many solicitors are very bad at communicating and that this is a serious problem that needs tackling. I have to say that I agree with Mr Nolan and have tried in this blog to put things in normal language. But there is a limit to what can be done. The customer may, as Mr X did, want a one-word answer, but you can't always get what you want. There is a limit to how far you can simplify something which is essentially complex. Let's take a look at Mr X's question. The obvious answer is no. So far as I'm aware, there is no general landlord's lien. However, there are lots of different types of lien. For example, hotels have a lien over guest possessions if they don't pay their hotel bill and agents have a lien if their agency commission is unpaid. If we're not allowed to discuss and consider the background information, how are we to know whether or not one of these other liens apply? If we said no as our answer to Mr X and he acted on this, he'd be pretty upset if he then discovered that there was a lien which would have applied to his situation and which he could have used. There's also the point that he's decided in advance what the legal issue is. But there may be other issues relevant to his situation, which would provide an equally useful answer. An answer to his real problem, which is that he's not received payment for his rent. For example, if he were able to forfeit the lease by using certificated bailiffs, he would have actual possession of the items in the property. He doesn't have the legal right to hang on to them or to sell them, however... If he doesn't know the whereabouts of the tenants and was not able to find out upon making reasonable inquiry and instructing tracing agents on a no-find-no-fee basis would probably suffice, then he is entitled to sell the goods under the provisions of the Torts' Interference with Goods Act 1977. The Proceeds of sale would belong to the tenant, but if the tenant made a claim for it, the landlord would be able to offset his outstanding rent so he will be reasonably safe in keeping it. So that is another possible solution to the problem which is not covered by a yes no answer to the client's question because he wasn't asking that question. So what did we do about Mr X's advice? What actually happened is that we refused to act and refunded his money. When solicitors advise they are expected to advise fully If it later turns out that there was an important piece of advice which was not given to the client, the solicitor can be sued and may be liable for compensation. The fact that the client was stupid in the way that they asked their question may not be a sufficient defence. For example, Mr X told us that he knew all about forfeiture, as he'd already received advice on that. But how were we to know that the advice he had been given was correct? or he may have misunderstood what his former solicitors had told him. Just giving a one-word answer would not have been providing a proper service, and that would have been asking for trouble. The problem about yes-no answers. What Mr X was trying to do was resolve in advance the problem of getting too much information about what he considered was a simple issue. The trouble is, if you're not a lawyer... You're not always in a position to know in advance what sort of answer you should get, or indeed what the problem is. Self-diagnosis, as we know from the field of medicine, can be dangerous. All lawyers know that one of the most important things you need to do when first receiving instructions from a client is to find out all the surrounding circumstances, so you can see what the problem really is. All too often there is some issue which the client thinks is unimportant, but upon which, actually, his entire case hinges. For example, the classic case of a landlord just wanting to know whether the dates on his Section 21 notice are correct, but who completely fails to realise that his notice will be invalid anyway if he's not protected the tenant's deposit. If a solicitor said yes, your notice is correct, without inquiring about the deposit situation, that would be bad advice. And he could potentially be sued on it. So, how should you deal with confusing legal advice? All too often you do get confusing advice from solicitors which you cannot understand. This isn't deliberate. It means that your solicitors are so steeped in the law that its concepts and terminology are second nature. And they don't realise that their advice is incomprehensible to a non-lawyer. The thing to do is to go back to them and ask them what they mean. If you're paying for advice, by implication, this should be advice that is comprehensible. If you tell them you don't understand what a legal word means, they should explain it to you. Don't give up until you're sure you understand exactly what their advice means. If they don't help, or if they try to charge you a lot of money for additional explanations of things they should have already told you, put in a complaint and refuse to pay. But don't prejudge what the problem is and demand a one-word answer, because this may not be something they are able or willing to give. This article was Lien's Forfeiture and Why One-Word Answers Are Impossible in Legal Advice, written and read by me, Tessa Shepperson, for the Landlord Law Blog. Originally published on the 12th of April, 2016. Thank you for listening.